BFF Beer Friends Football. What is going on, everyone? It is playoffs. Playoffs. Joining me, as always, is Adam Zombeck. What up? And the loser, Jordan Chance. Oh, yes. Just had, had to get uh, one more jab. Just had to get one more jab in there. We should just get that jab in every single podcast till the next season. Yeah, we could. Could have Reed on here to discuss his win, but I feel like Reed's just going to be too nice. He's like, whatever. He's been getting feisty in the group chats. Yeah, when he answers once a fucking month. Yeah, he answers one time. That's all he can get. That's all he can get it up for. Yeah, it's I don't fun. mean. Look, I don't want to be an asshole, but if I won, I'd be talking shit on every single one of you guys. Dude, and I wouldn't have stopped talking. Exactly. I would, like everybody would have blocked my number. I would have just removed you from the group chat. You yeah, can't sure. chat. <laughs> yeah, so, chat, yeah everybody would have had to block my number. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> but. Let's get to some playoffs. I can't believe it's playoffs already. It feels weird. Like, dude, Christmas is gone. Playoffs are here. Like, what happened to this year? It's fucking crazy. Um, but let's let's get to our beer review first. So when you guys are ready, we'll crack them. Let's do it. Let's go. That was weak. That was a rather weak bottle open. Instant foam, too. <clears throat> no good, no good. I got a nice Dirt Wolf this week. I think it's, it was like my favorite IPA for, I mean, still up there, top five beers of mine. 8.7 double IPA. It's kind of surprising I've never reviewed it before, but it's fantastic. Nice victory. Um. Yeah, I think my beer skunked. <clears throat> so I'm not even going to talk about it. Yikes. What was yeah. it? <clears throat> what was it? Yeah. I mean, do I even plug them? Because I don't really know if it's good or not. I just want to know. It, I mean, you don't have to plug them. It, plug says, them, it says Best by Christmas Eve, but like, it can't be that bad, right? What, like, uh, well, depend, what, kind, what kind of beer is it? Oh, it's a stout, but dude, it's, it doesn't smell right. <clears throat> Stouts generally age, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Definitely has a skunky smell to it. Have you had it before? I never have. No. Maybe that's just what it tastes like. <laughs> it's an off taste too. It's definitely skunked. Oh, anyway. I've only had one truly skunked beer, and it was <laughs> disgusting in the world. Like it. Not only did it just taste funny like it actually smelled and tasted like a skunk like yeah to the t this is this this is definitely what this is like well, well i mean i'm all the way upstairs beers in the basement i ain't going anywhere but anyway it was a sweetwater brewing company and it was a it's called 420 420 strain it was a chocolate stout oh that's why yeah. why is there uh <laughs> i would imagine it's 420 there? because there's probably uh like hemp or something in it well, it tastes right? like shit if it's not skunk. That's uh the the hemp beers they're tricky. They definitely uh, yep, taste yep. skunk. It does say it does say hemp on the back. Yeah. So that's it's that beer's not skunk. That's just how it tastes. Well, it tastes like shit. <clears throat> well, you do not like those apparently. So I nope. got some samples of some hemp beers from Terrapin. They weren't bad. Oh fuck. But that. they were uh they 
You can definitely. It's it's a, it's an odd taste. It tastes like a skunk's asshole. <laughs> At least like, you know you don't like those anymore. Like you ever have them fucking jelly beans that are like the bad ones on purpose, like they like smell. Uh yeah, like the Harry Potter like, ones. Yeah, it tastes like the skunk ones. Oh, dude, That's I'm so disappointed. Guy. I didn't even think about that. Like, I didn't know they made fucking hemp beer. I'm just pissed. Dude, it's literally on the label. It's like a new thing. Yeah, yeah but I didn't, I didn't know. So what? I didn't know that brewed with that. I didn't know that was a fucking thing. Not There's put a two and two together. <clears throat> Fatheads, one like no. one called Benjamin Danklin. <clears throat> That's a hemp one. I'm I'm salty. I was really saving them fuck it anyway let's get to the playoffs because i'm pissed why didn't we what do you got i forgot <laughs> uh i got a helicon brewing brewery down the street no i've had it on here before uh but i got just a raspberry wheat ale just wanted to try something, something nice huh. you know and just so everyone Summary. knows that we don't fuck around and we're honest fuck that beer like <laughs> we don't always say every beer is great generally they are but fuck this beer but this is also Colt's opinion, and he goes... And it, and it matters. Hard. My he goes, opinion he's, matters. He's either way on one side or way on the other. He's hardly ever in the middle. What do you want me to say? Eh, it's not my taste. You might yeah. like it. Fuck that. No. No. No one wants to hear that bullshit. No. This beer sucks. Don't fucking try it. Why ruin a beer by putting hemp... They're separate. Keep them separate. Look, it's the beer industry. You got to keep up with it. Everyone's trying new stuff. Fuck. I mean, it's it's a big craze right now. There's like five or six breweries making hemp beers. God, what happened to this? I said, I think Terrapin's coming out with like three. They have like a some sort of gummy bear one, and then some. I know it was a chocolate stout, chocolate caramel stout, and they have an IPA one too. They're a little off. I mean, call me old, old fashioned, but like Christ. Anyway, what's your beer to taste like beer? I get it. Yeah, well, it says it's brewed with chocolate. Just make it taste like chocolate, not fucking. See, chocolate. the chocolate ones always taste burned to me, like they over roasted the chocolate. I'm not big on the chocolate beers. It just tastes like coffee. But anyway, I'm fucking mad. Let's get to these games. I mean, god damn it, I'm pissed. I was really looking forward to that beer, and now I'm burping up it, and it's just gross. It took like two sips. Fuck that, I'm mad. Um. Anyway, <laughs> first game. Saturday, we have Bills versus Texans and Titans versus Patriots. Um, so we can talk about the Bills-Texans game. <sighs> Man, I don't know. I've been going back and forth on what I think about this game. I mean, the uh, Texans have been so inconsistent. I mean, when you knock off teams like uh, the Patriots and then you lose to – who they lose to? Someone bad. It was like the Jets or something. Uh, uh, they got blown out by the Ravens really bad. I know that. They lost to Atlanta pretty bad too, I think. Yeah, they're so inconsistent, but it's like when they're on, they're on. So yeah. I don't know this. I don't even know what to think about it. But the I Bills. Mean, but is the Patriots win really that big of a win whenever they go and lose to the Dolphins? I mean, I don't I mean, know. The Patriots a didn't beat. Question. They didn't. The Patriots didn't beat any of the top tier teams. So is are those? Wins really that good, or is <clears throat> New England just 12 and 4 because of the easy schedule? Albeit they did lose. I mean, to Wa- that's, that's a good point. And then Texans only win by a field goal against the Buccaneers. Like, 
they've been inconsistent the whole year. It's like they they drop fifty three on the Falcons, and then I don't know. They barely beat the Raiders. They beat the Raiders by three. It's like, you know, and they beat they beat the Jaguars by one point. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, I thought they got blown out here. I'm looking at their schedule. I don't see any, like a big blow. Well, the Ravens blew them out, but the Ravens are the Ravens. Um. But I don't know. And then with the Bills, it's like their defense is really good, but like they have no offense. No, I mean they only beat us by a touchdown. And <clears throat> I mean, let's be honest, our team wasn't that great at the end of the year. I mean, our defense was still good. It was just the yeah, fact, like, but our, I mean your defense can only do so much. Like yeah, you know, I don't know. Especially whenever your off if your offense isn't good, which the Steelers' offense was not good in 2019 your defense can only do so much like like look how the look at the patriots i mean they their defense could only do so much right against good offenses so i mean they barely beat the bills in both games like they lost they won by six points in the first meeting and then what only by a touchdown or 10 points in the second so yeah, so I'm just looking at the playoff history with both these teams. So the Texans last made the playoffs last year. Um, they haven't won a playoff game since 2016. So they last went to the playoffs in 18 and lost to Indy. Bills won two years ago and lost. I know yeah, that. so Bills haven't won a playoff game since 1995. <laughs> oh, like damn. 20, yeah, it's over 20 years. They They're lost. definitely not winning this weekend, then. And, I think and they they've, will. They've made the playoffs since then. They lost in '96, lost in '98, lost in '97, and then most recently in 2017. Yep. So it, they haven't had that much luck in the playoffs recently. So they're gonna turn it around. But I don't know. I just don't know what team's gonna show up. I mean, if the Buffalo Bills can figure out their damn offense, I don't. They shouldn't. They should. They should be able to knock out most of the teams in the AFC. Um, I don't know. I think I gotta go with the Bills, though. I think it's more of a good. I think they're gonna be a better team next year. I think they need one more year behind them before they start making like late playoff pushes. I just don't. I don't think their offense has it in them. And you know, they could hold Houston to like ten points in the first half, or even even like a touchdown or three points, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, the Texans have a better team. And they definitely have shown the ability to, like, put up a bunch of points. Whereas I feel like the Bills really haven't. I mean, I'm, I can agree to that. The only problem is, is that the Texans have a lot of key people on the injury report. Uh, Will Fuller, number – just man made of glass. Yeah. Is out every other week. Um, when he's on the field, they are such a better offense. It's not even close. Uh, they have Kenny Stills on the injury report as well as questionable. Uh, their left tackle, Tunsil, is on there. Bradley Roby and Jonathan Joseph, their two starting corners. So, I mean, the and then the Bills only have one guy, which is Shaq Lawson, who's questionable, who I'm pretty sure is going to play, though. Uh, they have a corner I think is actually going to be out, Levi Wallace. But I 
it's it's actually staggering. I can't I don't have the stats up in front of me, but when Will Fuller is not in the lineup, the Texans are an insanely worse team. And it's not looking like he's gonna play. So I mean you're gonna have Tredavious White sitting on Hopkins all day long in that battle. And it's just a matter of what else can the Texans offense do. I don't think their defense is anything special. Well, they are getting Watt back. Yeah, yeah but I mean, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah, that's good for him for coming back. But I, I, I hope he is at least eighty percent because anything less, I don't really think is going to do all that much. Because he's just going to get double teams. I mean, but I mean, that's still taking another player away from somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, but then you have Josh Allen who's either going to run or just dump it off. And it's like, I don't know. I just don't see the Texans defense being at all scary whatsoever, even with Watt in the lineup. I mean, it definitely helps. But yeah, I don't I don't think their offense is going to be scary. That's the problem. I mean, if, I mean, if Stills and Fuller are both out, I, it's, it's not like, even going to be. It's been a one-man show with just Watson for like most of the season. Their running game is pretty weak. Maybe. You could say that about Buffalo too. I mean, oh, I single, know Buffalo's Singletary was like up flat. and down, and you know, and they're. I mean, at the end of the year, he actually ended very well, Singletary, because they started using him <laughs> way more. Um, I think they they need to run the ball more, the Texans. That is, because you have Carlos Hyde, who I'm not saying is great, but he has proven very effective with teams that are going to commit to the run. I mean, look yeah. how he did with the Browns last year before they put Chubb in. And then look at the games this year whenever they run the ball effectively. Like, if they can commit to it, I think he will do very well. And then you have I Duke that's Johnson. that's problem. They commit, and then they also get behind, and then they just go, oh, shit, like the panic button. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I, feel like, I feel like if Texans don't win this game, at what point do you just move on from Bill O'Brien? Like, yeah, I don't think you. I don't think they do. It's been I, pretty disappointing if you ask me. I can agree. How long have you been there now? I don't know. Maybe six years. Six? Six? Seemed, I thought it was closer to like four. Yeah, I think it's around there. But Deshaun Watson loves him so much, so I don't think that's going to happen. At least he's taking them to the playoffs. And like people can say what they want, but yeah, I mean, your star quarterback definitely has a say. And you figure he was like, what, third, four, maybe fourth, fifth in line for MVP somewhere so, in there? Uh, if he is kept for 2020, it will be his sixth year. So, okay. So he started in 14, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this is a he, tough game to pick. I'm just going Bills based on I'm the fact Bills that too. I, these the injuries, if these people are all out, which I know Will Fuller is like 90% going to be out, the entire game for Texans changes on offense, and that's the problem because the Bills defense is too good. Yeah. Uh, I also think I think uh, it, it'll probably be a, a sort of a defensive battle, more so oh, Bills offense stalling. But because the Bills defense is just better, I think that's going to win in the game. I don't really think the Texans are going to get good. Look, the Texans have to be hot out the gate. They can't start slow or they're not going to win the game. Yeah, the, I agree. Bills D will just take take the momentum and just run with it. Yeah, but even so. if they see, I feel like even if the Bills D starts out hot, I still think the offense isn't going to be able to put up enough points 
that it's going to make that big of a difference. I mean, like I said, I don't see them scoring the Bills that it is more than 10 points in the first half. So, I mean, even if they're up 10 nothing, I still feel like you're still in that game, and you're at home. So, well, if you look at the rankings for Texans defense, they were ranked 28th. That's not good. That's horrible. Bills are ranked third. But you look at the offense for the Texans, they're 13th. Bills are 24th. Bills are 26 in the passing. And then Bills are eighth in rushing, and Texans are ninth in rushing. So they're pretty much, and, and then Texans are 15 in passing. So they have the edge on the passing game. Their rushing game's pretty much the same. But I don't know. If, uh, I think I'm just on NFL.com right now, and they have head to head. I don't know if this is just total or if this is just the last three. They only have three games up, and Texans have won two out of three. I don't know if that's lifetime because Texans have only been a league since 02, but I feel like there'd be more than that. But I don't know. I yeah. gotta go. I gotta go. Bills. Yeah. Rolling Texans here. Bills as well. All right. Let's get to the next game. I just want to look. Okay. Yeah. So they played more than that. They just have the last three. So Buffalo has actually won. Won. They're tied four four. Or no, I'm sorry. Buffalo is winning five to four total. So they faced each other nine times, and Buffalo has won. So it's pretty much even in this series. Uh, so the next game is uh, Titans and the Patriots, which I'm actually excited for this game. I mean, you got. Um, Vrabel going against Belichick. He knows that system pretty well. He knows Brady pretty well. I mean, I don't know. This this team's rolling on hot with Tannehill. What I would want to see is I want Texan, or Titans to get down in the red zone and then put a linebacker in and throw a touchdown to him. I think that'd be awesome. Just like they used to do to Vrabel. But I don't know, man. Pats haven't won. They've never made it to a Super Bowl when they didn't have a first-round bye. I yep. think they're like I think they're three and three or something when they're they don't have a first round bye in the playoffs, um, and that loss to Miami is concerning. I mean that's a bad team, but I it's don't know. magic coming out hot. That's the thing though, like Fitz doesn't give a shit. He can throw seven touchdowns and fucking eleven picks. He doesn't care, like. So I think that makes him like more dangerous than most quarterbacks because he just doesn't care. He's just gonna throw it out. Uh, I don't know what Tannehill's like when he's rattled. It's hard to evaluate Tannehill because those Miami years weren't that great, but he also was on a shit team, and he looks to be a whole different quarterback here. But uh, I guess I feel like it's gonna come down to Derrick Henry. You get Derrick Henry going, get him running downhill, and open up the passing game. I feel like Titans could steal this one, but. It's in New England. Who the fuck knows what the weather is going to be like? So uh, was the Miami game. True. Fuck, I don't I, know how to evaluate this one. I'm going Titans here. I think I think Derrick Henry has to play a large part. I think he's definitely got to run, like you mentioned, run well, run effectively. But I think... I, I think the New England's offense is just severely struggling. I mean, at the beginning of the year, you know, they signed A.B. 
and then they went out and got Sanu, and like the beginning of they started off, but they didn't play anyone great. And I was like, why are they trying to get another receiver? Like, they're fine. Like their team's hot. Looks like they, you know, picked up where they left off last year. And as the season went on, you could really see that that was not the case, and that Brady just isn't Brady from the past. And I think the tank. Titans can effectively use that to their advantage here. And I think they can go out and get it done. I mean, their defenses look solid enough. And, I mean, the offenses, they're hot. So, I mean, they just beat the Texans last week, albeit with, you know, a second-string quarterback. But I think they have the recipe here to get it done this weekend. Jordan Dot. Uh, I'm taking Titans here too. The Patriots have not done well if they have to play wild card weekend since the in the Tom Brady era. Um, I don't know if they even have made it to the NFC or the AFC Championship game while having a wild card. I think it's that bad. Um, Titans last year played them in the regular season and beat them. They stomped think, them, actually. Yeah, I think it is going. I don't think it's going to be a repeat of the stomp, but a repeat of the Titans winning. Um, <clears throat> the Titans defense was kind of middle of the road. Uh, total rank um, 16, top 10 in rush defense. Uh, they. I'm pretty sure they're going to be without their starting corner, Dory Jackson, which kind of sucks. I'm pretty sure Humphreys, Adam Humphreys, is also going to be out. So that's also rough. But A.J. Brown has been killing it. Just absolutely on fire. Uh, I think he's going to win more Offensive Rookie of the Year as well. Yeah, uh, I, he, would be, he would be my pick. But that's a little bit different. But um, New England's total defense is number one. But I'm not even like the fact that their offense is almost in the top 10 is sickening because it's all it's just padded from the beginning of the season where they played all bad teams. You mean from the Steelers game? Even that like it's and then Tennessee's offense finished number six overall. So I, I don't know this this New England defense is not looking that great. Um, Devontae Parker gave Stephon Gilmore the dick. Dude, he trucked him, too, in one of his catches. Yeah, he, like, he full it, and ran him over. Fitzmagic literally just threw to Devontae Parker whenever he wanted, and he pretty much went up and got it every single time. Dude, Parker finished top five in receiving. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't get on the whole Miami talk, but yeah, because he wasn't starting off that well. But I don't think he even started this year. Like, I don't think so either. I think still started the first couple of games, but yeah, but that's just, that's great. Like I'm good for that guy, but, um, Tannehill and AJ Brown have been otherworldly in the stretch, the last half of the stretch. It's, it's, I think specifically the last like six games. Um, I think, uh, don't get me wrong. Derrick Henry is the focal point of that offense, but we all know Derrick Henry is going to be Derrick Henry. Brian Tannehill and A.J. Brown, I think, are going to be the big factors. If they can get going, 
I don't even think this is going to be a game. I think the Titans are just going to be winning the entire time. I think that's bold. I think Titans should come out and take a shot from the beginning just to keep New England on their toes because you know they're going to try to stack the box and make Tannehill win a game. Oh, 100%. So maybe but, run a play action and throw it down to A.J. Brown. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would. Big shot. I mean, what's best case scenario? You get or you get an incompletion. But uh, second option, maybe you get a P.I. or third. It's just incomplete. Whatever. Run another play. Yeah, I mean, I just – I think that – the Titans offense just needs to stay aggressive the entire time. You can't be conservative. Yeah. Be, exactly. As soon as you start getting conservative, it's just Bill Belichick will just smell blood in the water. Yeah. yeah. You, so, you need, I think they need to run play actions. Yes. Yeah. This game. Yeah. Play action is, is definitely going to be the way to go for sure. Especially like, and it's going to be hard to, you know, not fall for it when Derrick Henry's in the game. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, they have Deion Lewis as a backup who's still, a really good, you know, second running back or third down guy that can catch. So I, I, I just love Tennessee right now, man. I'm as much as I hate to say it, I'm glad that Tennessee made it over the Steelers because they were going to put up such a better like show than the Steelers would have. I mean, I Steelers get in the playoffs. They essentially give the Pats a bye to the next round. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with it could have been anybody. I mean, but I would have liked to see them one more time, one more game, but. I, I bet New England exactly right. Pittsburgh. I bet you uh, New England was wanting them. Um, dude, whoever got the well, three seed you know, was wanting the Steelers to get in. I'm going to throw a conspiracy theory out there, but what, they play at 1 o'clock, Pats, Dolphins, or they play at 4? They played at 1. Okay, never mind then. Well, no, never, not never mind. I wonder if, I mean, you know, people can say that the Patriots wouldn't throw a game, but... I guess they were going to get – never mind. I, I they would wouldn't try. have thrown a game. They would have had a first-round bye. I would try. Yeah, there's no chance they would have did that. They Look, they cheat to win. Try. They're not throwing games. Yeah, this is the first time in a decade they've ha- they haven't had a first-round bye. Uh, that's yeah, highly doubtful. Yeah. They, they have also I cheated. I forgot that a win, was, a win was going to give them a bye. Um, but before we move on to the next game, I just want to point out, like Tennessee lost to the Saints. They gave up 38 points, which is a lot, but they only lost by 10. Like So they hung it's, in it. For a it's while. the Saints, dude. Like, yeah. I, I'd pick the Saints over the Pats. And that I, was only like, a couple weeks ago when Saints were rolling. That's when Breeze and Michael Thomas broke records. Uh, yeah. They also beat the Chiefs. I think I think that was Mahomes' first game back. Um, still, that's yeah, it's still a significant win. Yeah, not easy to do because Mahomes when Mahomes came back, I'm pretty sure they had Tyreek Hill back as well, so they had their full offense. Yeah, um, I, I, man, I don't. I, it's so weird to pick against New England, but I, I'm gonna pick against them. It's fun I, to pick against them, though. It is fun, but I hope it pans out. I, hey, I bet I money. I bought, I bought money on the Dolphins last week, and it worked out for me. So. I mean, if the Pats get into get into the second round, I'm not picking them. No, like, me there's either. no chance I can pick them against the Chiefs unless they win so handedly against the the Titans. I don't see that. Yeah, and I exactly. There's no ch- like, I. Whoever the, if the Patriots make it to the second round, I'll just give everybody this insight now that I'm not picking them. I don't even think they're gonna win at all. Before we move on, I forgot to bring it up for the Bills Texans, which I will in a second. But Patriots are five and a half point favorites here, at a minus two thirty. Titans plus five and a half at plus one ninety four. I mean, 
personally, I'm probably going to put money just on Titans win outright. But, I mean, I like the five and a half a lot because I don't really see them losing by a touchdown here. And then you got the over-under sitting at 44 and a half, which uh, I feel like I'm going to lean over there. Yeah, I would Either think way. I mean, if you – just put it this way. If you really think about it, like 44 points – It's not like that many. Yeah, because you're saying, all right, they're, it's not going to come down. It's going to be like – you're saying it's going to be pretty low scoring, which I don't think is the case. Like, that being said – Bills, Texans, Texans are currently two and a half point favorites. Bills at plus two and a half or at a plus 100. So, I mean, it's kind of like they wanted to give them a little more, but still a plus 126 money line there, minus 144 for Texans. That game is over under at 44 as well, but I like the under there. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, if the Bills win, it's going to be like a 30-point game. And if the Texans win – I still think the Bills are going to hang in it long enough that they're not going to let them get up by like more than 20 points. Yeah, I don't see that being a high-scoring game, so I would I'm with you there with going the under. Yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna put money on this game. But next game I want to get to is Saints Vikings. That's a <laughs> Sunday game. Man, I I gotta go Saints. I don't think it's really a question. No. I don't think Kirk Cousins has any business being in the playoffs. He sucks. I know he had a decent year, but he sucks. They're 23rd in passing. He sucks. Kind of like your harsh opinions with beers. I feel like he doesn't suck. Okay, he's I feel average. like there's a middle ground. You're right. He's average. I think he's a little better than average. Case Keenum did better with his team than he did. He's average. Mm. And it's true. And he's average. Yeah. Dude, he is... Oh, and what, eight or nine on Monday night? He's, that's, that's, he's raw from primetime. I will give you that. trash. And he's playing this at primetime again. A, no, he's not. He's playing at 1 p.m. on no, Sunday. No, he's not. He's playing it. Oh, I'm looking at the Seahawks game. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so what? It's not going to happen. I don't see it either. I'm definitely going Saints here. Saints are seven and a half point favorites. Unless, I honestly like that there, to be Unless Diggs puts out another fucking miracle, which is uh-huh. unlikely. The well, they have Thielen back. They have they have Thielen, so it's not just Diggs. It, it's gonna no, but Diggs had the miracle the first time. That's why I was saying that for sure. But I just this is gonna it's it's all on Kirk Cousins. Like, I mean, I, I I'll say that I don't think this season was bad at all, and I don't think it was his fault. A lot of the time, like they started out really slow in the passing game at the beginning of the year, like. Remember, he got called out by by Thielen and Diggs. So. And how many times did Thielen, how many games did Thielen miss? Yeah, he, he missed out half so. the year. It's not like they exactly had it easy missing their top receiver. And I mean, Dude, I know yeah. they had, and then you had, had Cook go Diggs. down for a few games. So yeah. statistically, this is his worst season. Yeah, and so I don't know. I how many times I'm actually want to look up how many times he's gotten sacked this season. I'm just saying statistically, this is his worst season. It should have oh, been I, his best I season. I agree with you, but it's just an average quarterback. I want to see how many times. But you said it should have been his best, but I mean, if you do look at the injuries, playing they're playing a big part. I mean, if he had Thielen all year, perfectly healthy, Diggs all year healthy, he only got sacked hooked, 28 times. That's that's like the third lowest in his career. But is he played for Washington for how many years? So I mean, what? He got sacked last year. Saying, like, in Minnesota last year, he got sacked 40 times. 
That's a lot. I'll give it that. That's a that, significant I mean, drop. That is better. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think the Saints lose this game at home. I think they're still pissed about last year and that pass interference penalty. And, I mean, they're sitting at minus 400 for the betting lines. I mean, I'm not putting money on that because I don't have that much money to uh, profit there. But I like I like them at the 7.5 for sure. Over under 49.5. I like the over there because I think this is going to be a relatively high-scoring game that the Saints still pull away with. I just, what What's the status of Dalvin Cook? I know he's supposed to play, right? He said he's going to play. It's what's uh, going to come down to. Is Mattinson still out, or is he back? I think he I think he is going to be out. Um, he's okay. listed on their injury report. Um, I hate to bring this back up, but I am I do want to go back to Kirk Cousins because I was looking at his stats for this season. If you look at when he got sacked, there were three games. So you said he got sacked 28 times this year? Yeah. 16 came in three games, and two of those he lost. Green Bay, he got sacked five times when they lost on week 16. Chicago, when they lost in week four, he got sacked six times. So, like, games where it came down to them losing, he got sacked so many times. Like, it wasn't even it wasn't even close. Um, the game against they played against Denver, they won by four points, got sacked five times. Okay. And he did... He did he did really good otherwise over 300 yards, three touchdowns. So like, I, I can't say it's all on him. Like he's, he's getting hurt. pressured. At the end of the day, you're a team, but you pay this guy so much money and he's just average. I mean, sure. The contract definitely, I'll agree that this contract is look. There's it's way overpaid, but there isn't, I mean, I would take him over a lot of quarterbacks in this league, but for what you paid him, you should be getting more output is my whole point. I can agree, but it, it, it comes down to this point in in this day and age for the NFL and quarterbacks. If you find a guy who is going to win you more games than he's going to lose you, he's going to get paid. Like, look at Dak Prescott. I mean, he's going to get paid. Here's why he got paid. Yeah. Because the season – well, never mind. I mean, I guess it could still apply. So – his second to last season in Washington, he almost threw for 5,000 yards. And then the next season, he threw a forever four. And then when he went to Minnesota, he threw for 42. And then this year, he threw for 36. Like, it's a big drop-off. Granted, they're more of a running team now. So right. that's fine. But Yeah, that, and that was just, part of the offense. They didn't have him shift. throw the ball more than, like, 400 yards in the first three games total. So, I mean, that's a big drop-off right there. Yeah. And then he went and threw for over 300 yards the next, like, four games. Look, yardage is fine. And then went out. I'm not going to argue yardage. There is injuries. But when the game's on the line and you give it to your highly paid quarterback, I, he's, I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, I'm with you there. But, like, I wouldn't call him a clutch quarterback. He's definitely not in that category. Not at all. Or that's that my old, point. But, I mean, I'm certainly not taking him over Breeze. I mean, but I mean, yeah, the, I would the still top take five, him over the majority of the league. Yeah, yeah if you gave fair. me, if you look at, there's probably two quarterbacks that didn't make the playoffs that I would take over him. Matt Ryan being one, I'd probably take Cam Newton over him if Cam is healthy. I don't think um, you can argue that this year. He's vegan now, and you can't. <laughs> you can't. Still, like, well, if, I but think he's Cam, looking I think all Cam's the quarterbacks. If he doesn't start eating meat, he's never playing again. 
Cam is just like him, though. You know, he's Cam, just. You could say Cam hasn't had a great career. He had what one that's, really? Yeah, but well, then he had. The, there's really a big difference years. between the two, though. Cam has at least been hurt, or at least has been saying he's been hurt. Whereas, where, where's Kirk Cousins? You know, he. But Kirk Cousins did string those three really good years together in Washington, where I don't even know who they had on their team at that time. I mean, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, but I'm, I'm talking. Oh, no, about, never mind. He, he was. Yeah, in he wasn't even there. Minnesota. Though. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, I mean the I mean, the like, three years that he did, he didn't really. I wouldn't say he did good. The only thing he did good in was in 2015, he led the league in completion percentage, which is great. But then he threw 11 interceptions, which isn't too bad. That's less than one again. Yeah, well, I mean the year the year he threw almost 5,000 yards, he threw the ball over 600 fucking times. I mean, I mean, you got to do that, though. I mean, yeah. that's the only way you do that. But, I mean, he no, threw yeah, over right. 600 times last year and got uh, got 700 yards or 600 yards less. He actually, he threw the same amount last year than he did in the year that he almost had 5,000. Yeah. He had one more touchdown uh, and one the, less interception. The whole argument is he's average. He's fine. I mean, I, 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 they were average. I put him in the same boat as Cam Newton. He got it's, the big contract because look what the Vikings did in 2017. That was the year of the Minneapolis miracle, and they did that with Case Keenum. So, like, all right, we, uh, Kirk Cousins is far and above a better quarterback than Case Keenum. Yes. So pay him. Case Keenum basically put up the same numbers that year that Kirk Cousins put up this year if you go back yeah, and look at it. I, I can agree with you, but the point of him getting paid was Kirk Cousins is a way better quarterback our team is stacked. We will put him in with Diggs, Cousins, done. And it's it should we should be given the Lombardi trophies. What their thought was whenever they signed him, and I can't blame him. I mean, he had he had good statistical seasons, over four thousand yards for three consecutive seasons, over twenty five touchdowns for three consecutive seasons, thirteen or less interceptions, and Washington was bad, and he kept them pretty average. I mean, nine and seven. Eight, seven, and one, and seven and nine. I'd say that's pretty good, pretty damn good for you know Washington not being a playoff contender at all. I would agree. So, I mean, I'm not saying his I, right now, and is, even last year, I would say his contract was not warranted. It, he was vastly overpaid, but that's what happens in this league now. I mean, quarterbacks just get overpaid just because they're quarterbacks. I mean, if you don't have a good or at least above average quarterback, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah. So, I mean, look at last year for the Bears specifically. Like, I'm not saying Trubisky is good, but he had a really good season last year. Now they what? They went eight and eight to finish this year. I mean, he still had a better had... season statistically this year than Tom Brady. Just saying. I mean, I don't even know what you're arguing. All I said was he's fucking average. Basically, like, what we're you said he sucks. Is this right, game in, is going to be won outright by the Saints? So there's really nowhere else, nothing else to talk about. Michael Thomas right. is going to have a ridiculous game. So is Drew Brees. And while I say that, I'm going to look up the over unders if they're out there yet for those players because well, here, here, I'm probably going to take the over for all of them. Here's the only stat you need: the Saints are seventh in pass defense. The Vikings are 23rd. So. If they can't run the ball, which I feel like you're going to take away Dalvin Cook because that's their best player, and you make him pass, Especially he's not going to keep up with you. It's like definitely going to help. Uh, the Saints' two starting safeties, Marcus, William, Marcus Williams and Vaughn Bell, 
have been on the injury report as questionable all this week. And today they were full participants in practice, so they're going to play for sure. Uh, the only guy that's really you got to worry about is Eli Apple, who didn't practice today, so he probably won't play. Uh, Michael Thomas is also on here, but, I mean, we all know he's going to play. <clears throat> and it doesn't matter what the uh, Vikings' pass defense is anyway. Literally nobody can guard Michael Thomas. Nobody. So we all agree Kirk Cousins average and we're going to lose the game. Yeah. So we can move on to the next game. I have a funny stat, not in this game. I was looking at player props. This one struck me as hilarious. Tom Brady rushing yards over under at one and a half. <laughs> the over is at plus 180. So, like, he gets a two-yard rush. I mean, you're almost paying out double there. Yeah, I mean. I love it. I guess you have to see his attempts. How often does he actually attempt? I know, but <laughs> like, how do you – I mean, two how yards. Do not, how do you not take that? Yeah. But they're also projecting them to win. So if he takes any, like, if he kneels at the end of the game, you do lose a yard or two there. Yeah. So even if he does have, like, a 10-yard run, if they do win the game, get in victory formation, I mean, that could def- definitely put him down some. But I just thought that was hilarious, and I wanted to point that out. Might have to take that one. But the last game – the Sunday afternoon game, which I find weird that it's afternoon. I mean, that's what they always do it, but yeah. <clears throat> I kind of like Sunday night football. Uh, but we have Philly and Seahawks. This game's in Philly. You know how nasty the fans are. They're going to heckle Seattle. Um, that's Seattle's... still ridiculous this game's in Philly. Oh, you mean it's ridiculous that there is a playoff game, that a playoff game in the NFC East was going to be played at all this year. Yeah, I get you. I mean, I, not that I really want that taken out, but... No, I don't want it taken out at all, but it, that division was so bad. It didn't I, deserve a playoff spot. I will say, though, Philly deserves some credit because they were destroyed with injuries. They, they still are. Yeah, yeah and, and I, that's how bad fucking Dallas is, that they couldn't win the fucking division. Dude, Dallas the beat fact one that team with fired a winning record. Yeah. Coach yet is beyond me. I think they're just not going to sign him back as the head coach. I don't know does he have. I don't, he's, he has like days left. Yeah, it, he has oh, 12 days. Okay. His contract well, expires on the 14th. But I don't get why you wait 12 days. Just go out and go get your guy. I, I think they want to keep him in the organization, which uh, the only reason they're doing that is because Jerry Jones just wants to suck on I mean, if you're buddies, I mean, yeah, if like, they're buddies, why not? First of all, don't hire your fucking friend, number one. Put him in the booth. Number two, over over. Don't hire uh, your friend to be a coach. You can hire your friend in the organization if you want, but don't hire him as a coach. Jason Garrett has been average his whole life. Yeah, he was yeah. average. He was a backup quarterback to Troy Aikman his whole career. He's average fucking coach. Just get rid of him. Anyway, to get back to this game, uh, I've been I've gone back and forth a little bit <clears throat> because Seattle, like New England, has not looked good in the last couple weeks. And no running game. I know they brought Marshall Lynch back, but I don't know. It's he's hasn't played football in what two years? No, he played last year. Did he play last year? I thought, yeah. I thought he, no, he was, he was on Oakland last year. This is his first year off. I thought it was two years ago. All right. Uh, so anyway, they were still. supposed to go to Vegas this year, so he was only going to play in Oakland until they stayed in Oakland. But then I got pushed back a year. So, but his contract was up. So. Yeah, I yeah. think that's gonna be tough i don't know i mean it, it, but i'm gonna i mean i know you said that seattle was 
had a rough last couple of games. I mean, they were very close to like inches away from winning the division and having what second or third seed in playoffs. So, I mean, I think this game's a no brainer personally. I mean, their defense is not what it once was. And I do think Chris Carson is a very large loss, but I mean, it's Marshall Lynch's first game back. You know, you shake off a little dust. Obviously, he was good enough that they signed him in the first place. But, and, like, I also don't think, I mean, he's definitely going to be in there for, like, goal line purposes. Of that. Like, he's not going to be the every down back. I mean, that was pretty uh, relevant just looking at last game stats. But I think he's definitely going to be serviceable here. Philly just has a good front seven, and they really have all year. So, you know, if you can take that away. But uh, fucking Russell Wilson is the man, like, so if you want, if you need the ball in someone's hands, that's who you want it in. I just, For sure. I just don't know. I, I this one is so difficult because I think if it was in Seattle, I'd be like all day. But like, I, I couldn't imagine playing in Philly. Their fans just know how to just give it to the other team. <sighs> I think I got to go with Ross. Yeah. Man. He's been money all year. Wentz has been looking pretty good with playing with virtually nothing. I don't think you. I don't think you can pick against Russell Wilson. I mean, it's, it's hard. We talked about how Kirk Cousins is not a clutch quarterback. Russell Wilson is clutch quarterback. <laughs> That's true. And like, sure, they didn't get it done last week to win the division, so they have to play this away game. But I don't really think that it affects the West teams that much coming over here. And I, I just, I don't think you can count against him. I mean, Seattle's favored by a point and a half away on the East Coast. So, I mean, over under 45 and a half, I think Seattle's got that in the bag. Over under, I mean, I'm a little skeptical on because I don't know if that hits, but at least the over. But you just can't pick against Russell Wilson. You've convinced me, unless Jordan makes a compelling argument otherwise. I am going to try to make a compelling argument. I am going Eagles, so I will pick Russell Wilson. Um, the Seahawks defense, uh, was pretty, pretty lackluster. They were worse than Philly in total defense. Philly's rush defense is top five, which is crazy. I actually didn't know that. Um, Seattle's is 26. Miles Sanders should be back. Even if he isn't, Boston Scott fucking went off last week. Like, Jesus. Who did play last week? Um, I mean, it was the Giant, but they would play. Yeah. Did they play the Giants? Yeah. Yeah. Still, he went off for like not really doing anything. Um, the Eagles are getting some key guys back, but they did they did lose Brandon Brooks to shoulder injury. Zach Ertz is also questionable. Uh, so is Lane Johnson. So they got they do got some really key guys that aren't looking good, but. I mean, the receiving core is full of nobodies, and they're doing very well. Um, and then I'm going to turn it over to the Seahawks side. Russell Wilson hasn't been that great. I mean, out of the, I'll go the final five weeks. Um, week 13 against Minnesota, they won by seven. Russell Wilson had less than 250 in passing yards. 
two touchdowns and interception. Not really that great of a game. But they still won. They did. They the next week they got pretty dicked pretty good by the Rams. Wilson had less than two hundred and fifty <clears throat> passing yards, zero touchdowns, and a pick. They beat Carolina only by six points. Russell Wilson finally gets over 250 passing, two touchdowns, zero picks. Lost to Arizona at home, less than 200 yards passing against Arizona. And then they lost against San Francisco at home again. I mean, I understand they're not playing at home, but. Dude, if you can't win at home, how are you going to win away? Especially when you're re- at Philly. I'm going to rebuttal a couple of those. I rebuttaled the first one. The second one against the Rams. The Rams had just come off their bye week and were still in playoff contention. And if they didn't win, they were going to be eliminated. Boy, and then how are they you looked, explain? They, but they looked like they looked last year. And then the next game in Arizona, didn't they lose Chris Carson yeah. very early? He had, I mean, that throws off your entire game plan. That's fair, but if that throws off your entire game plan, then obviously, what, you're going to pass the ball and you have less than 200 yards passing against a team that was well into the bottom half, finished 27 in pass offense. Yeah, I agree with both points, but Russ being under 200 yards passing is really bad against that shit defense. It's not even a question. A team that is in the bottom five or bottom six in pass offense the only thing I'll say is those division games you can never predict. I mean, no, and the only division games you can predict is fucking New England beating their division, except for Miami once a year. Right. That's the only thing you can predict. It's guaranteed. I mean, you're better off putting money on Miami both games because you'll win your money back from the first loss. <laughs> right. Pretty much. So, I mean, uh, fuck, dude, this is tough. You both have convinced me, and I don't. This They're going to tie. This is They're easy. No, it's so easy. You're right. It they is don't easy. stand a chance. Going to win at home. Eagles don't stand a chance. I. This is going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be over before it even started. Does it, Does Philly have? Earth because it doesn't. Back? Like who's it all? Doesn't matter if their front seven is good. Earth is questionable. Is good because they it, don't have a running game. So even if they stop the run, then Russell Wilson's just going to throw the ball. Or he's going to run the ball himself on a scramble. That's what it's going to come down to. I mean, Russell Wilson is going to win the game because that's who he is. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm sure they would rather be playing at home. And, you know, had they won. They just need to win week week 17 against San Fran. I mean, I'm not saying it's an easy task. Like you're looking at inches away. Well, uh, this is tough. I mean, I I believe Davian Clowney is still hurt, right? He's not. I don't think he's on the injury report at all. No, he's yeah, playing. He is. I'm looking at it right now. It said he did not practice today. Uh, then he was just put on today because I'm looking at one from when was this? This put then, out Monday. So. And then they have Mike Ayapati. Did not practice. Dwayne Brown did not practice. So they got two offensive linemen that did not practice. This is. I don't know, man. I have don't, some injuries, but. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Clowney's going to play. but And then, all right, so I told you Russell Wilson's stats for the final weeks of the season. How about Carson Wentz? One time below, or well, two times below 300 yards passing, 266 and 289 were the two times. Zero picks in the final four weeks of the season. One pick in the final five 
And granted, they did lose to Miami that one game. He had a pick. So that's that's rough. Um, but he had 300 yards passing against Miami, 300 against the Giants, 266 against Washington, over almost 320 against Dallas. And they only it was only 17-9 in that score. So, like, he's played really good football. Granted, he's thrown over 40 or more times in the final, like, six weeks, six, seven weeks of the season. So that's kind of helpful. Um, but, yeah, you know what? It's great. All right. You guys, you're Seattle, so I'm back. You're Philly, Jordan. I got here's. No, I think it's going to be a close game. I, do, I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. Uh, I think it's going to come down to... What do you cost to, to blow out? Anything more than 10, maybe. Maybe, no, like 17 plus would be a blowout. Oh, well, it's not going to be a blowout, but I mean, if they won by like 10 to 14, I would not be surprised. I yeah, think it's not it's a blowout, be, though. That's a close game. And a probably, I think close game is less than 7. You said 14 to 10. Yeah, but you also said 17 to blowout. I mean, it's going to be a... I think it's going to be a hand... Like a very hey, handed. You just said victory. the game would be fourteen to ten, or did you mean ten to fourteen? No, I said Seattle's gonna if they if Seattle uh, won by right. ten to fourteen points, I would not be surprised. I think ten's close. That's only. That's I a, don't. I think less than nah. six is close. That's a close game. But uh, once two one touchdowns is like not that, a close game. It's not two touchdowns. It's a touchdown and a field goal, just a tie. Yeah, that's a close game in my opinion. A touchdown with a two point and a field goal to win. So it's also in context too, like. Yeah. Is it a three-point game most of the game, and then they go score like that? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess to wrap it up, I will pick Seattle. I think it's going to come to a two-minute drill. Russell's going to have the ball in his hands. He's going to go down and drive. They're predicting a seven-point game at best. Yeah, seven to three-point game, something like that. I don't think it's going to be. Honestly, I think it's probably going to be. Fuck, I don't know. Maybe a twenty-one seventeen game. Um, but yeah, that's what I'm going to And you're taking the under for the game as well, which is at 45 and a half. Yeah, I don't think they'll hit that. It's going to be close. That's going to be close, though. That's that's not that high. But no, I mean, you're looking at like 27-20, yeah, 27-24. My first thing I was going to say was 24-21, but I don't know. <laughs> so you're taking the under. Yeah, so anyway, let's wrap it up. So, Jordan, what do you got going out? <sighs> Playoff football is one of the greatest times of the year, but also very sad because the year's coming to an end. Zombie? I mean, I'm pretty bummed fantasy's over because I don't really know what to do with myself. It is but rough. But I've decided during this podcast that since Reed probably won't do it, I'm just going to talk shit on Jordan next year and he lost hey man i have more finkable appearances than cold at this point i'd rather rather not go and lose though what's the point of man you did go and lose you did lose you did it twice one of you did it to me which is twice but you did do it twice which is probably well that's probably worse i wouldn't want to go there what's the point (laughs) of going if you lose that's my thing the only thing he has over you here is that he's got more cash than you now that's fine i don't care about the cash. I also didn't get my ass kicked. I lost by like five. Oh, that's a very good point. Jordan did get his ass kicked. I got my ass kicked because my starting running back broke his hip. Okay. And my other one threw Reed made George eat his own ass. It was that bad. Yeah, I mean, 
All I needed so, to do was start another quarterback and you have almost didn't someone, score 100 points. I almost didn't. You're right. Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams bailed me out there, but that would have been fantastic. Carson breaking his hip in the first quarter did not help. No, no, it didn't. I don't feel bad. I don't anyway, feel bad either. Let's, I'm going to wrap it up. Boy, it's, I don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> your don't loss, feel bad. Yeah, your loss is as shitty as this beer that I had. So pretty Ooh, disappointed. Hey man, I yeah. probably would have liked the beer, so it doesn't matter to me. I, I bet Zombie probably would have liked it as well. Nah, yeah, I had a chocolate caramel. Like I said, it was it's okay. First I'm not the guy that drinks Michelob Ultra on the fucking podcast. Yeah, beer. on a not beer podcast. It. Let's let's just wrap. Come on, I'm not buying man. it. Sometimes you just want a nice light beer. No. Yeah. No. So what right. you're telling me you're gonna go to Permanis next Saturday? We drink like two. No, yeah. it's different though. When you're drinking hard, it depends. Who said it's I like wasn't? You're casually, you're not drinking hard, bro. Who said no, I wasn't? You're drinking, we're, we're, you're drinking we're hard on the podcast. Beers. You're Sometimes. having like two tops. You got maybe three. Beer. I've had three. I mean, are you reviewing a light beer? Who gives a shit? They, they Everyone knows. I didn't say I was reviewing. A, I didn't say I was reviewing it. I just that's that what I had to drink. That's what we're doing. Hey man, I was just you know what, this five guy. Maybe you know what? Maybe we should get Reed on next year. I mean, him reviewing Coca-Cola <laughs> is probably equal to George. <laughs> he will have Michael a Diet Ultra. Coke every time. Everybody yeah, knows that Mick Coke probably tastes better than Mick Ultra. It's true. All right, let's wrap it up with this nonsense. <sighs> Playoffs are here, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.